This is Talk Soup, a podcast that listens to superintendents. I'm your host, Monica Brady Myrov. I'm a public radio reporter and the founder of ListenWise, an ed tech tool for middle and high school students that uses public radio to build student listening skills. It also helps English learners acquire academic language with rigorous listening practice. Check it out for free at listenwise.com. In this episode, we talk to Terrence Davis, superintendent of Beaumont Unified School District, who shares that when he was in high school, he didn't dream about a career in education. Being a superintendent, that wasn't my lifelong goal. It really wasn't. In fact, his tough upbringing formed who he is today. Because everyone that I went to school with or grew up with, not everyone, the majority of the young men in that environment, they're either dead today or they're in jail. Davis says he's committed to fostering student growth and high-impact instruction. When I started as a superintendent, we looked at what is our mission. And these are things that were developed years ago. And what I really did is pull them out and emphasize those things about the shared commitment, which really means that all of our students really benefit by the entire community. So it's just not the people that are here invested in our students to ensure their learning is happening, but our community is very different because we have about 50, we're approaching 50,000 residents in Beaumont, and it is a tight-knit community. We have a single district high school, which makes for a very interesting dynamic. The majority of people have either you know, their kids have gone through Beaumont High School. They've graduated from Beaumont High School, and a lot of our teachers have come back to teach here. So it is very connected, and there's a lot of history involved with that, if you will. So when I first started six years ago, there was this conversation about old Beaumont and new Beaumont, as we're one of the fastest-growing districts in Riverside County. So when it comes down to educational opportunities, it really is how do we support our students in seeing the world and not just what's happening at Beaumont? What are the things that we are doing to bring kind of those industry practices, standards, so that way they are successful, not here in their hometown of Beaumont, but they're successful in industries that they want to pursue, or in the world for that matter. And so it's really having all hands on board, us being up to speed and really innovative and ahead of the curve in what's available. So I'll give you one example of that. And I know I may be a little verbose, but it's okay. But one example of that is one-to-one initiatives. So we are in, I believe, our third to fourth year of one-to-one devices for students. We were one of the first districts in this region to be able to do that, with the goal being that learning takes place 24 hours a day. And how do we provide that access for students? And so as a leader in that area, again, it's always trying to push the envelope to ensure that our students are getting those opportunities that may not be elsewhere or or, um, the best opportunities that are available based upon our technology that we have going on. Tell me something you know now as a superintendent that you didn't know or didn't realize about the district six years ago when you joined. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is being a superintendent, I never... Personally, that wasn't my lifelong goal. It really wasn't. My goal was to be to the be the assistant superintendent of human resources. That was the best job in the world. And so somehow I end up here. And I got to tell you, this is even a better job than that. But one of the things that I didn't know and, and fully understand, and I'm still grappling with it, is the amount of time 
and understanding that it takes to have one idea come from infancy to completion. Because you have to get so many people on board. And in the midst of that, there's changes in policy, there's changes in laws, all of these things that happen that impact the flow of that process, if you will. And so one of the things that I see is that as a superintendent, you really have to be in tune with what the current needs of your stakeholders and the students are. Because if you're not in that flow and things change, then you're headed down a different trajectory where not really understanding how teachers feel about it, how parents feel about it, how the community feel about it, and are you listening to the student voice? And so that has been, um, this year especially, been something that I've worked through to try to develop to get better at. And I'm seeing a lot of success with that. But I had no idea about all of that. And how much information is shared on a regular basis. It's like I'm drinking from a fire hose every single day. And then how do I process through that and work through that to implement or work with the team to, for, for the better good of all? Well, I, I can see you have a very impressive graduation rate in your district, 90.3% uh, graduation rate, and you've seen a lot of growth in that over the last four years. Tell me, how did you facilitate that? Yeah, let me start by saying there's always room for growth, well, definitely that. Um, we had a principal in the past four years who really tried to push the envelope with how students learn best. And so... High school, the high school principal role is one of, in my opinion, one of the most difficult jobs that there are. At our high school, we started at about 2,900 students this year, and every year it goes down just a little bit. So we're at about 2,700 students, and next year we anticipate more growth. And one of the things that has happened with Beaumont High School over the course of time is we've implemented a lot of programs to bring in students, to have some type of connection with students. And so one of the programs that's there is a link crew. And what it does is you have seniors who are linked to freshman students. So as they come in as freshmen, there's already this, I'm going to pull you in and make you a part of, if you will. And so that has really assisted. We've tried to increase the amount of counselors that we have with our student population. Again, bringing them in and, and showing them, hey, these are the ways that you can be successful in school. On top of that, we work through our curriculum, of course, and just try to foster more programs that support students where they are. Not where the adults are, but where they are. And I think a combination of those things have assisted our students in getting better, which really goes back to trying to develop high-quality educational opportunities, but also holding students accountable and having high expectations. And so those two things, I would say, would be the future of how do we continue to develop those really high expectations for all students, and not only all students, our staff as well, and how do we hold them accountable while still showing that we love and care about them? Because that can be a, kind of a rub at times. What's your education story? Tell me something about your education upbringing that led you to this point. I grew up, I grew up born and raised in San Francisco, um, in the city of San Francisco. And my mom had lived here all their life. Father had moved there from Louisiana. And what I didn't realize until later on is that my father never graduated from high school. And so my mother, growing up in the city, went to Catholic school all her life. And so she put, I had two brothers, so she, we had three boys, put us all through Catholic school. And that was, that was, that was tough because my mom and dad separated when 
when I was like, let's say, in fourth grade. And so she pretty much raised us on our own. Dad was always involved, but mom raised us, put us through Catholic school. Um, So kind of a tough kind of time era, if you will, era. All right. Now I want to ask you some questions from this big talk card pile. I don't know if you were warned about this, but these are these these big talk questions are open ended, getting you to think deeply about your life, your values and share some of you. And I'm, I'm picking one from the deck. What was your childhood dream and has it changed? Yeah. So childhood dream. When I was in high school, I didn't do very well. I barely graduated from high school. Barely. I mean, I think I had a 2.101 GPA. And that was because I had a few teachers that kind of said, listen, you need to get your stuff together or you're not going to graduate. And so because of that, and that wasn't about academics or the ability to do it. It was just like school just wasn't, I went to school to have fun. I went to school to kind of hang out. It wasn't like I'm going to go and apply myself. So thinking about what I was going to do in my future, I knew a few things. Given the environment that I grew up in, born inner city San Francisco, two liquor stores, I lived in the middle of the block, liquor store to the south, liquor store to the north. And one of the liquor stores they sold uh, at that time, crack cocaine, was just coming on the scene. And at the other liquor store were the winos. And the winos were older gentlemen who they just drank alcohol all day. And they were drunk. So it was, it was a very interesting environment. And as time went on, as I went through high school, that was about the era of 88, 89, 87, where drive-by shootings started to happen. And so there were a lot of young people that were my age and a little over who, who, were, who were killed over the drug business. So at that time, I, I wasn't clear about, okay, I want to do this, I want to do this. I just knew I had to get out of that environment if I wanted to live. Because everyone that I went to school with or grew up with, not everyone, the majority of the young men in that environment, they're either dead today or they're in jail. And so I just knew I couldn't go down that route. And so... For me, just getting out of that to go to school was my way out. That's Talk Soup. We've been listening to Terrence Davis, the superintendent of Beaumont Unified School District. I'm Monica Brady-Myrov of ListenWise, a tool that helps improve student listening skills using podcasts and public radio. You can sign up for free at ListenWise.com and subscribe to us on iTunes. Thanks for listening.